2018 MLB season is down to its last three games, and the playoff picture is still in flux in the National League. The Titans head into week four, leading the AFC South, and that's where we begin. I'm Moose Michaels, and this is the Press Box. After continuing their winning ways against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, the Titans find themselves atop the standings in the AFC South going into Week 4. They also find themselves without wide receiver Richard Matthews after Matthews requested and then received his release, according to GM John Robinson. Now, Matthews has just three receptions for 11 yards after catching over 50 passes for the Titans each of the previous two seasons. He had 65 catches for 945 yards and nine touchdowns in 2016 before following that up with 53 receptions for 795 yards and four touchdowns last year. Robinson notes that he doesn't immediately plan to add another receiver, but that could change down the line. With Matthews now out of the mix, Corey Davis becomes a clear-cut number one target in Tennessee with Tajay Sharp and Taewon Taylor rounding out the depth chart. The move also puts pressure on the young pass catchers to step up for the Titans as well, especially since Delaney Walker is also out with a dislocated ankle. Marcus Mariota starting to show signs of improvement as well, which hopefully will mean seeing the QB taking more chances downfield. His longest completion last Sunday was 22 yards, and most of that came from Corey Davis's run downfield after making the catch. If the Titans can make their competition defend both the length and width of the field by making the long pass a weapon, the offense should improve considerably. Be looking for that improvement this Sunday, as up next for Tennessee is the reigning and defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, they're coming to Nissan Stadium with Carson Wentz back in the fold and looking relatively good and not showing any signs of his ACL injury from last December slowing him down. Now, that being said, he did show a bit of rust last week, but look for wins to get better with more repetitions and practice. Philadelphia was also missing their top two running backs and three of their top four wide receivers last week, and the news is, is that they might be without Ajayi and Sproles once again this week. Neither player practiced on Wednesday. After dropping the season opener to Miami, the Titans look to make it three in a row and their best four-game start to a season since 2013. To do this, though, they will need to defend better at home. So far, they've allowed 289 pass yards per game at home, good for 26 in the NFL, while allowing 148 rushing yards per game at home, good for 28th in the NFL. The Titans have also allowed 17 points per game at home, which is eighth in the league, and unsurprisingly, though, that means the game against the Eagles this Sunday will come down to who has the better defense. As far as who wins, the Vegas oddsmaker have the Eagles as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Of course, we'll, we'll just have to see how Mariota does, whether or not, as we talked about, he can uh, complete the long pass, how the uh, defense holds up against the Eagles, and whether or not Carson wins can get the rust off in time to uh, for the game on Sunday against the Titans. <laughs> Now on to baseball. Yeah, the Major League Baseball season winding down. Got a couple of games left for the majority of teams. I think the you know, what, the Orioles maybe have four games left or something like that, or three games left. Anyway, the playoff picture still not complete in the National League. The Brewers and Cubs fighting it out for dominance in the National League Central, with the Cubs hosting the Cardinals for the last series of the season, while the Brewers are contending with a very 
depleted Tigers team. The Rockies and Dodgers also facing the same situation with controlled NL West up for grabs. Then you have the aforementioned Cardinals who are contending with both the Dodgers and Rockies for the last wildcard spot. Depending on who wins out between the Rockies and Dodgers and how well the Cardinals do over these uh, last couple of games. Now, as it stands today, the Braves are the only team to know their place in the scheme of things as the winner of the National League East. In the American League, things really not so much up in the air. The Red Sox, Indians, and Astros, all division champs of the AL East, Central, and West, respectively. The two wildcard spots occupied by the Yankees and Athletics. Lots of some lots of serious firepower in these American League teams that have won. I think the Indians might have the worst showing of all of them, but the uh, Yankees, the Red Sox, the Astros, the Athletics, they're going to slug it out. Now, there's several storylines in play here as we get into the postseason. First, can the Cubs hold off the Cardinals from playing spoiler and handing the National League Central Division crown to the Brew Crew, or even more dramatic, forcing a game 163 to force a tie between the two teams? Do the Rockies win the National League West for the first time ever? Or do a resurgent Dodgers come back to win the division? Then, on top of all that, who secures the second wildcard spot? The Dodgers, Rockies, or Cardinals? And is there a game 163 there to determine who enters the postseason? Lots of questions left unanswered right now in the National League. And taking a look at stuff, it, it's, it's really so hard to call. The Cardinals have played very well against the Cubs this season, more so than last season. And uh, what they're, what they're, they're facing an uphill battle, though. They got swept by the Brewers, which knocked them out of uh, contention for the division and knocked them a game out of the wildcard spot as well. They're going to have to show up and show up big against the Cubs uh, in order to uh, secure a spot in the postseason for the first time in a couple of years. Now, as far as the Brewers go, the Tigers really shouldn't be that much of an issue, but you can't be complacent because you're still fighting against the Cubs for control of the division. Now, the Rockies and Dodgers, it's been back and forth with those teams for, oh my goodness, the last several weeks. And depending on who wins that will kind of depend on how far ahead or behind the Cardinals are uh, concerning the wildcard spot. The Rockies, I believe, have the same record as the Cardinals at the time of this recording. Dodgers got a couple of games ahead. So it's really kind of a... It's, it's, it's a toss-up in baseball, and unlike a lot of other sports, you just don't know what's going to happen, especially with things on the line like this. The National League is going to, be a, is going to have a very dramatic finish as we enter into the final couple of games of the season. Now, on the American League side of things, the questions, the storylines are these. Can Boston complete the greatest season in franchise history? To do that, They've, not, they've got to not only finish with the most wins in franchise history, which they've already done. They're going to have to go all the way to the World Series and win convincingly. Maybe they burned out. Maybe they've used up all the good mojo getting there. It's going to be something that everyone's watching. The Red Sox, though, in the midst of a historic campaign. The Astros, do they go to back-to-back World Series? And do they win back-to-back World Series? It's been a while since we've had that happen. The Cleveland Indians, will they finally win that championship that eluded them in 2016 and in a drought that goes back to the 1950s? The Indians, I believe, are probably the weakest team in the mix, even though they are a division winner. 
The Athletics and Yankees, both wildcard teams, it's going to be interesting to see how that game plays out. The Yankees have a lot of firepower, but the upstart Athletics do. And the Yankees have always been a thorn in the Athletics' side over the last 15 or so years when it comes to the postseason. Will that continue? Or will the Athletics finally shake them off and move on? Billy Bean still chasing that elusive world championship for Oakland as well. I don't believe they've had one there since uh, 1989. Back when they still had on McGuire and Jose Canseco. Now, looking how it all lines up, it's really kind of impossible to take a look at this that doesn't end with the Red Sox as the favorites to win the World Series. It's a team that's built for the short series, but they can also handle the longer seven-game series as well. And if you're not careful, they'll get ahead of you in a hurry. A big hurry, too. The only challengers to the uh, Red Sox that I see, the Cubs and the Dodgers. The Brewers, maybe, but I don't know if their pitching can hold up. You have some of the best pitching in the league with the Red Sox. You also, the Red Sox also have J.D. Martinez, who, while he might fall short of the Triple Crown, is one of the most feared sluggers in the league. Now, the Braves, though, I think will end up being who challenges the Red Sox in the World Series. They have been the model of consistency lately, and that alone could put them potentially facing off against the winner of the AL pennant. It all gets decided this week and who gets in. Now, if you're looking for much-watched series, the Cardinals and Cubs, Dodgers and Giants, Rockies and Nationals, nothing on the American League side, to be honest, matters. It's all meaningless games because the postseason decided at this point. Now, again, this season will not be decided until the final game of the National League, most likely, and if we're lucky... We'll get some more uh, dramatic endings with Games 163, something we haven't had in a while either. This has been the Press Box. Thank you so much for listening. Catch this episode and all past episodes in the podcast center at 1069kickscountry.com. Until next time, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.